Holy cow, folks, can you believe it? It's time for another edition of the Rec Poker Podcast, but this is the YouTube Live edition. We're talking to the one and only Kevin Mathers about the WSOP 2022 schedule that dropped today. We've got hey, Kev Math in the house today. Kevin, thank you for joining us, man. It's great to see your smiling face. Uh, thanks, Jim, and, and uh, great to see everyone here in the... Uh, watching on on youtube live or later on and uh you know i'm glad that people will finally stop bugging me about when the schedule is coming up (laughs) yeah now they can start asking you about the uh, monster stack and whether you can rebuy into there's lots of fun questions we get to ask you now yeah i know yeah that's uh yeah you start off the monster stack's a good one (laughs) so first of all kevin what's your day been like today you've had you've been uh What's it's been? I don't know. Ten hours since the uh, schedule dropped. Tell us what goes through your day on on schedule drop day. Uh, yeah, just that, you know, I was like, kind of like I was sort of expecting it to drop around noon Eastern, and it came out at eleven. I was I, usually they, they'll give me like a little bit of warning about when the schedule is coming, like at the exact time. So I sort of got a little bit. Of, uh, I saw like a couple minutes after the fact, but uh, which don't don't really mind that much because I mean I I did have I've had the schedule itself since Monday night so it's not like it's a huge surprise you know I was uh, uh, as I know um, I I was kind of working on uh, putting, getting the schedules up for uh, the head mob so that people can go there and check out um, the I set up there's a bracelet schedule uh, page a satellite schedule page and then the daily deep stack page so I got all those three to get. I was working on getting all those uploaded uh, over the past couple of days. Nice. It's uh, it's crazy just the amount of just little tasks and minutiae that goes into this kind of stuff, isn't it? Uh, yeah, it is. It's definitely, you know, because there's always these little these little details that you got to make sure are worked out. And, uh, you know, it's, 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 it's fun to like kind of see the schedule in advance so you can sort of like anticipate what people will ask about and, uh, so I have, you know, I've had my share of questions asked on the Twitter already, and I'm sure, you know, as certain details will come out in the coming weeks that we don't know yet, but uh, I'll have that. To, I'll have I'll, that. That's what I'll have to look forward to uh, now. But I mean, it's a good thing that we actually got the strip, the schedule, and the structure sheets out at the same on the same yeah. day, which is definitely not happened. It's it it's kind of happened a couple of times in the past uh, few years, but it didn't happen last year. Um, and I believe it happened in 2019 year, but yeah, it's good to have that. You know, people don't ask you about, you know, it's the, it saves a bunch of those. It, it saves yeah. a bunch of those dumb questions. Yes. Well, I won't say they're dumb questions. No, no, all. but they're, they're going to be answered anyways, you know, once the street sheet comes out so they can save you some time there. Exactly. And I can just find the answer and give it to them. And that's how I keep my job. Well, I know we've got a bunch of people uh, watching on YouTube right now. If they have any questions, they can type it right into the chat box there. And uh, I know we got a bunch of Wrecking Crew members and premium members joining us here in the Zoom session as well. So if anybody wants to ask any specific questions, go ahead. Um, while everyone's thinking about that and typing it out. Yeah. Um, just so you know, Jim, unfortunately, just... we don't have audio on the no YouTube. No audio. I'm yeah, I see past. that. I see that so, on the YouTube. Um, so, I'm trying. Well, hopefully we'll get it up and uh, running here soon. But yeah, uh, I'm working on it. We'll uh, we'll just keep um, we'll just keep rolling here for the podcast portion of it anyway, and then we can hopefully pick it up on YouTube. But otherwise, they're going to see a lot of smiling faces at least, which is something. Um, so, Kevin, while people are thinking about their uh, the questions they want to ask, what are the what are the questions that you're getting most right now from general population? Um, 
I mean, it's it's not really, I mean, it's it's kind of just basically about a bunch of things. You know, I think, you know, the, the one thing that's kind of a surprise from previous years is that actually this year, I can actually say when people ask if Monster Stack is a reentry, I can, for the first time in, I think, the eight years of the Monster Stack, I can actually say, yes, there is, <laughs> there is reentry in the Monster Stack. So uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that was a bit that's been running for quite a while, and they really tried to switch it up. <laughs> so if you decide to play day, if you decide to play flight A of the monster stack and get knocked out, you can play flight B the following day. Mm-hmm. 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 There you go, folks. You there heard you it go. here first. It, yeah. Yes. You, you've heard it. Or you may have read about it. Uh, yeah. I, I read about it on Twitter. Or, or, but yeah, people have been like, I'm going to have like a, I'm going to just like short circuit, short, short circuit when uh, people <laughs> ask that question. Cause I've always said no. Right. Not no, exactly. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> so um, I don't know about everyone else. I've kind of had a chance to kind of look down the uh, look down the barrel of this a little bit and circle a few and cross a few off. Um, I've I've basically printed off. I'm a pen and paper guy myself, so I printed it off and got it down to basically everything where the buy-ins less. There are a lot of really low buy-in events this year, which is awesome. I, I looked at this. I saw like eight that are under a thousand dollars or something like that, which is uh, phenomenal. There's a lot of chance for people to get in there with a recreational bankroll. Uh, yeah, there's definitely, I mean, you know, that's kind of been a trend the, the, the past couple of years is, you know, doing these uh, under one K uh, you know, of course the opening, like the big event on the first weekends is always like a $500 event. Uh, and we've seen a rise in the number of uh, deep, you know, deep, the, the bigger deep stack events, the 600 and $800 deep stacks. And, uh, this year they've actually they've added a 2k and a 3k no limit event, which they that was kind of a price point they they've been um, not having. You know they have like a 1500 or 2500, but so you know it's nice to have something a little bit higher for those who didn't really want to play with uh, didn't want to play in the, the fields of a, a smaller buy and be more of a minefield type of thing. I see that we've got our audio back on YouTube, so that's fantastic. Hopefully. Uh... Some folks there got a chance to appreciate what we're getting into here. Um, so, yeah, I thought that was really great. Great for recreational players to see a bunch of those uh, lower entry ones. Um, and I know uh, I've got a couple of these circled. I see the flip and go, my my favorite, of course. Yes. Uh, yes. My favorite, of course, um, is on the 12th. So that one's $1,000. And you basically guarantee a pretty um, uh, random assortment of people that make the money of that one, which I can personally attest to. Tim, what, what, are, you, what are you guys? Are you thinking about that one? You go try your luck. <laughs> no, I was just laughing because <laughs> last year when you did that, <laughs> oh, it's too funny. Um, so I like that, to that, gamble, but that's a little too much gamble. Yeah. <laughs> I was looking at it and I was thinking, yeah, I don't know if I, I might just want to retire from the flip and go. <laughs> Let's just flip a coin for a thousand dollars. That's even worse than I was going to say. It's much worse than that. Yeah, it's much worse than that. No, your eyes yeah, are much. It's, worse. it's more like a Dungeon Dungeons and Dragons type mm-hmm. of you know, yeah, each side of die. And, there you uh, go. Yeah, and the, the the format is a little. I mean, slightly different. You know, last year they tried to do like flights, and then they had they would run a bunch of the one tables. And this time they're just getting, they're not even bothering flights. They're just it's going to be starting June first is when you, you can actually start playing the flip and goes the the these one table flip and goes. Right. 
So uh, it kind of got off, it got okay. to a very slow start. They had been offered for a few days, and they, they never really got started until like a couple of days before the actual one A one B flights happened. And then between one one A one B, they ran like I think like forty of them mm-hmm. in between. And then they had one their very last chance. And and you know Jim was fortunate enough to get in uh, for one bullet, and there were people who had over twenty and were not fortunate. So. Oh yeah, yeah, that was. Yeah, Pretty, pretty gross for a few people, I think, definitely. Uh, and I, I thought there was a real missed opportunity there. They could have uh, run a bunch of the $10 satellites into the $100 satellites. I think they could have just printed if they wanted to do that, a little 10 minutes a hand for 100 bucks a table. Um, uh, is any any uh, anything like that coming up this year, Kevin, or they're sticking with the 100s? Uh, I, w- I would assume... Um, I would assume they're not going to do anything like that, but you know, you never know. I mean, they're going to have a lot of tables, so it's a possibility, but I, I can't see them thinking about, you know, doing something, <laughs> doing a smaller flip and go into a bigger, into the bigger one. But, you know, you never know. It, it could, you know, if you, if you, if you can find enough people, maybe, maybe they would consider it. We should do, uh, if we end up getting a rec poker house again, we should just start doing a bunch of little satellites of our own. Little ten dollar flipping goes in in the lounge, right? Chris, you like that idea? You know what's up. So, uh, Chris, what what jumped out at you when you uh, took a look at the schedule this year? Oh, I thought. I mean, I was just thrilled to see it finally, and uh, I've just been kind of di- digesting it. But uh, Kevin, like, what I'd love to hear from you is, uh, you know, what what stands out to you the as the, as kind of the biggest difference, or are, what's what's kind of new this year? Well, I guess, I mean, I guess like the biggest, there's a, you know, the, I think the one that's going to generate the most interest is going to be the uh, million dollar bounty tournament. Oh yeah. You know, a $1,000. Yeah. I'm sorry. A uh, $1,000 buy-in, you know, the, the top, you know, it's a mystery bounty, you know, in 2020, the WSP was going to have a mystery bounty tournament. Of course, we all know what happened after that. Uh, but yeah, so a thousand dollar mystery bounty and the top bounty is going to be a cool $1 million. Which is yeah. going to be, and it's going on during the main event or like around yeah. the main event too, which is also pretty interesting, timing wise. Yeah, that was definitely that's definitely you know the chatter on Twitter has definitely been people have been sort of questioning why would they do the this event, like basically right around day one a the day ones of the main event. It's um, I'm kind of surprised at that as well, but I you know I figured it may have been a day or two, it could have started a day or two earlier, but. Mm-hmm. You know, well, the they, good they, news, good news for rec players like us, because uh, you know there's going to be a, a lot fewer sharks playing in that one thousand uh, dollar millionaire bounty. So there's a chance to, you know, spread that amongst the lower <laughs> levels of the <laughs> poker community. <laughs> I volunteer. Yeah. Uh, hey, that's hey. It's you know the more the more the merrier is, is what I say. Hey, Ben. Keith, what about you? What are you looking at? I'm looking at that million dollar bounty one. I got a question about it. Uh, what percentage of the prize pool is going to be up for the bounties? Uh, that's a really good question because they didn't really, in the structure sheet, they didn't really break that down. Uh, basically, uh, players that advance to day, there's going to be no bounties on day one. So it's basically all the players on day two will make them, will um, be considered as a bounty. At least that's how I'm assuming how that's going to work. Uh, they probably should uh, add some details uh, for that. I mean, it, I would assume it's going to be kind of similar to what we see with um, the win mystery bounties. I would assume it's basically like 
it may be way like 40%, like let's say the uh, prize pool is going to be, it's gonna be, let's say it's 890, it's going to be into the prize pool. And it's probably going to be something like, it'd be kind of like 50-50, 50, 50, 50 you know, half prize pool, half of it was going to go to the collective bounties. Uh, of course, we won't know. I mean, we, we know the top bounty, but we don't know the break. We're not going to know the breakdown of the other bounties. Um, usually, like when if you look at the um, the you know the uh, Win Millions has a, a at least one or two mystery bounties coming up. This uh, their series just start started this week. They usually will break down how the um, how the how all the bounties will be done. Is to be like you know your top bounty, and then they'll have like. I think they usually have like a, a 250 and then they'll have like a hundred and then a 50 and then they'll kind of break it down from there. So um, I assume this field is going to be big enough, you know, with four flights, a limited re-entry. No, I'm sorry. I think it's one re-entry per flight. Um, you know, we should see hopefully a good five, six, maybe like 7,000 entries in this, in the mystery bounty, fingers crossed. Yeah. One, one per yeah. flight for four days. So that okay, uh, gives you a so you have so you can put eight thousand dollars into this if you want, <laughs> and, and there are there are there, they said they're going to be payouts on day one. So I I assume we'll we'll get a, a breakdown of um, how that's done. You know, you're probably paying you're going to probably, you'll pay fifteen percent, probably see five percent get to uh, day two, and then you know before a place starts on day two, we'll have the uh, all the bounty details. Right. Um, so that will be that will be. Uh, yeah, hopefully. Um, yeah, I mean, nice to be like add money, but I, I doubt that's going to happen. But uh, yeah, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure they'll give some more detail. Uh, I know I'm repeating here, but I, I will soon. I'll give you details on how much is price pool and how much is bounty. Sure, Andrew, did you have some? I was just curious, like for the sit and goes, there was a little bit of drama with the the chips and being able to transfer those from person to person last year or the last couple of years. Have they kind of figured out, or do you know if that's how that's going to work from going forward? Uh, that's a really good question. Um, yeah, well, I mean, it's kind of like, uh, it's, it's an, unre- you know, the rule is you're not, there, there's no cash value on the, on the buy-in chips. So, but of course we all know there's definitely people that were brazenly. I mean, I think the issue was that people were like inside the payout cage selling the, selling these chips. And that's, you know, it's, it's one of those things where it's kind of like, it's, you know, people know it's what's happening, but it's like they don't really want like out in the open like that. You know, you could, there's definitely better ways to uh, do those transactions. And uh, I haven't heard anything about this year, but you know, we you know there's still they're still going to have tournament buy-in chips, and um, I think you know I may have caught. I mean, I think I partially caused a, a bit of a disruption with that. With you know, basically was I was told that. <laughs> They were kind of tracking, you know, it seemed like it, it, some people were, were tracking or at least attempting to track the uh, buy-in chips. I don't know what the situation is going for this year, but they, I wouldn't, I wouldn't try to, uh, you know, go up to people in the hallway and try to, in the, in the various, in the various tournament areas and try to sell them. You know, maybe if you, if you got some friends, you know, make a, you know, you know, you guys can figure out a way to, uh, pat, you know, exchange Exchange, um, exchange your your dollars for chips, but uh, I don't, I, I, I don't, I, it's, I just, I don't want to see it. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I, I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm sure none of us know at all what you're talking about, Kevin. I think didn't mean to back you into a corner on that. <laughs> no, 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 it's okay. No, it's, I, I kind of, no, it's, it's okay. I mean, I think, 
there's definitely a lot of details that are going to be coming up in the next few weeks. I mean, I assume, you know, if it's, if you don't do it out in the open, they're not, there's not going to be a huge issue, but again, it's like, I'm kind of like, you know, I got to be the company man here to say, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that's, really what, that's what we want to know. Yeah. That's what we need yeah, to know. Well, you shouldn't, you shouldn't really be doing it, but you know, we, we so gotta, as long as they don't see it, I can't, you know, I'm, I'm not, <laughs> it's the paper bag. Can't. It's the paper, yeah, paper bag theory of law enforcement. Ex- yeah. exactly, exactly. Hey, it's, there, it's good. Good rule for a reason. We got a question here from Jefferson Kupferberg in the uh, YouTube chat. Where are the daily deep stacks going to be played? Do you know that, Kevin? Uh, I don't. Well, I think the plan is, I believe, one of the. So there, it's going to be. We're going to have the Bowie's co- Conference Center, and we're going to have the Paris Conference Center. I think. Um, I believe they're going to use Bowie. They're going to use a section of Bowie's. Uh, the convention center for the deep stacks, the cash games, the satellites. Uh, I think Paris is going to, uh, this could be reversed, but I think like day ones, like for big day ones, they'll be in Paris and then day two will be Bally's, but, and cool. beyond. But, that um, makes sense. But they're going to try to separate it. Cause I, 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 I haven't walked between the two, but there's definitely, it appears to be a, a little bit of a, a walking distance between the two. But I think, you know they're gonna. They said they're gonna have six hundred tables. If I if I read the press release correctly, so uh, they will have plenty of room for everything as long as um, nothing goes too crazy. Now I know Chris wants to jump in here, but we get another question from YouTube. Uh, Mark Prashan, website Mark himself says, Kevin, I think I remember seeing that you wandered the halls of Bally's Paris last fall. What's your impression of the new WSOP space? Uh, unfortunately, that is not. Uh, that was my plan. And then, uh, to, and then I decided to play a tournament at the Sahara, and uh, and I never and I I, I finished second. And I never got a chance to actually visit. Humble brag, <clears throat> finished second. Yeah, yeah just yeah. big, huge uh, cash. Yeah. Well, you, you missed you missed you missed my story yesterday, um, Jim. From was that the, the tournament? The tournament was that the big chop? Is that the big yes. four way chop? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I didn't miss that, baby. Oh man, I was hanging on every word. Come on, yeah. yeah. Take yeah. it down. You get the crown, right? You get the number I one did. for that. I did. Yes. I did. And uh, but anyway, but yeah. So you know, reading the press release, there's going to be 150,000 square feet and 600 poker tables between Paris and Bali. So, um, I'm sure. Again, this is there's there's a you know we got like some big details today, but we're, as we go along in the next few weeks, you know, they'll probably break down how everything will be sorted out, so sure. people can have a general idea of where they need to go. You know, this is a this is a new venue for the WCP, so there's going to be a, a bit of a learning curve for everyone involved. Oh, sure. So to tell, you know, to let everyone know where you need to go. Oh yeah. But, you know, I'm, you know uh, the main cage, you know, where everyone's going to be registering, that's going to be in Paris, Vegas, in the uh, Champagne Ballroom, and All then right. like like the uh, like the new mothership, that's going to be in the that's going to be in Bally's. Hmm. I see how they're splitting that up, Chris. Yeah. Uh, I was curious about uh, this event 89. That's the tournament of champions. What's, yeah. What's, what's going on there? What is that? Okay. So the tournament champion is basically, it's basically a win and you're in type of deal. So what they've done oh. for this year, uh, it's, a, it's a million dollar prize pool. Uh, it's basically, it's a free roll. So if you've won, if you've won a WCP circuit circuit event this season, which is basically when they started, uh, it was October. Uh, the, in the, on the, when the live uh, WSP circuit rest, restarted, so if you've won a circuit ring, which could, and they are including the seniors and ladies events, and they have ladies and, uh, ladies and seniors events uh, pretty much for every um, circuit stop this year, and that's including the ones that are in Canada, 
and the ones that are in Aruba and St. Martin coming up and Rosvedov. You, you, if you win one of those rings, you get a seat into the WSP Tournament Champions, along with all the bracelet winners. Right. At this year, at, at the 2022 WSP. So there's going to be about 300 or so that would be eligible. Hmm. And uh, that would be the very, that would be event 89. That would be the very last event. So, you know, I believe uh, event 88 is a super turbo, which is a one day event the day before. Yeah, that's right. So, that's right. So everyone, everyone who is want to race a ring or bracelet will be eligible to play. Uh, it's a free day event. Uh, you can actually register up, up until the start of day two. So you know, if you uh, people who maybe aren't in town or you know maybe forgot or just decided just going to show up late, they can register the start of day two and for their chance at the million dollars. It's pretty sweet. That is pretty sweet. Uh, I assume got- you're planning on playing in that one, Chris. i'm gonna get five or six entries into that (laughs) yes yes so basically from what kevin's saying it's basically they're just stealing john somsky's tournament of champions format that we do for our pins here it's just you know you win a tournament you win a circuit event there you get this tournament of champions they even stole the name we even call it the tournament of champions so you know no hard feelings kevin because i know you're on the inside over there but uh just you know a little shout out when you know every time the WSOP mentions that they should just say you know as we took it from rec poker uh the, the exactly. free exactly. poker yeah. learning community well yeah. maybe we'll, maybe we'll uh slip john a couple bucks for that i think that right he deserves it and, and i want everyone okay. just so everyone's just so we're clear about this recently is this offer has been made it's currently the end of february uh, if you send me a photo of you buying John Somsky a beer between now and June 1st, I will buy you a beer when I am down in Vegas in June. So that I need to, it needs to be a photo of you buying John a beer and John is free to sub out at different, you know, beverage according to the time and place. But um, every photo and then use email that to me. and We will enjoy a beer down in uh, Vegas when I'm down there, which I'm looking forward to. Um, okay. Donald Ducate, uh, are all events up to $10,000 available to buy in with a credit card? Uh, you are, yes, he is. You are correct. Then you can, yes, you it's events of $10,000 or less. 10,000 or can, less. Okay. 10, 000, so you can buy in, you can buy into the main event with your credit or debit card. No problem Excellent. there. Excellent. And you can, and you could do what you could do multiple transactions on, you know, you can buy into the main event and, uh, you know, the 1K mini main, you could do that on one in one transaction. So you can go over 10,000, but ah. the individual event has to be, a, is, is that is capped at 10,000. Okay, good. There you go, Donald. Um, so I know Taylor uh, Moss, the wonderful producer is he's got this split screen up there for our, uh, uh, our viewing audience. And he's got the schedule over on the sides there, there. So I thought I would just roll through from the top. Some of the ones that jumped out to me, I kind of circled basically everything that was 1500 or less that was just no limit hold'em. I know that's kind of a pretty fine line, a pretty fine net to pass, but um, I don't play mixed games for money. <laughs> I should learn how to play a few first, but um, all right, Tim, Tim, you've got a couple of questions. Why don't you jump in? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I've got um, this one's out of our discord uh, channel, uh, the casino employees tournament who qualifies for that um like do they have to be a you know a member of either bally's or paris or is it just any casino employee 
It's basically any casino in place. So it, you don't, you don't have to be a member. You don't have to be working for uh, Caesar's Pro- You could be, you could be a dealer in London. And, you know, if you show, you know, the, the usual standard is they have some sort of ID or a pay stub. So it's basically available to right. any casino employee around, you know, you could be, you could be a chef at a casino. It, it's not, you don't necessarily have to be a dealer or play, you know, or dealer in a casino, in the casino itself, but as you're working as an employee at a casino. So, you know, a cocktail wait, waitress could enter. Um, you know, someone who's doing custodial duties could could enter the event. It's It's anyone... Any casino employee is eligible to participate. Gotcha. All right. Um, and then next would be, um, have they released the structures? And if so, where can you find them? Uh, yes, there are stru- the structure sheets are available, fortunately. And if you go to, I'll give you, if you go to wsop.com slash tournaments, you will see all 89 events on there. And they do have a structure sheet underneath, so you can you could download all eighty nine structure sheets right now, and Perfect. peruse at your leisure. And uh, you know, let's let's you know while I'm there, let's just take a look and see if they've added something to the million dollar bounty. Million bounty. No, see, yeah, it's just the the standard. You know, they take out eleven percent for the um, the rake and et cetera. But you know, it, I think we'll I think what we'll see is at some point they will add something that will say how the uh, about the bounty, you know, it may be an FAQ or something similar that will detail um, how the bounties will be uh, distributed. Perfect. And then lastly, the elephant in the room, what kind of COVID restrictions or policies will be in place? Well, uh, that is a good, a good question. And as of right now, there is no mask requirement because there are no, the mask requirement in the body has been, was removed. And you do not have to show. You do not have to prove your vaccination. So if you if you if you decide after all this time not to be vaccinated, you can. You're eligible to play. They're not going to check for the vaccination status, uh, and they're not going to require to wear a mask at this moment. Now things could always change, but right, right. Um, at this moment, you're everyone. Everyone who is over 21 years of age is eligible to play in the uh, World Series of Poker. Perfect. Perfect. Thank you. No problem. I have a question about masks. Now, there is no mask mandate. And I go to uh, Laughlin across the river from me and nobody's wearing masks except for me because I continue to wear my mask. Is that going to be an issue if I'm sitting at a poker table? Uh, that's, that's, a, that's a very good question because I know in the rules, there there is rules against that prohibit players from wearing a mask, but it's one of those things where it's like, it was a rule that was instituted back in the day, you know, several years ago. It was basically like people were like Phil Locke basically changed his look. He just basically put got a makeup artist and just completely made himself indistinguishable. It was just basically just some other person. So the following year, they put a rule in where you couldn't where you couldn't do that. Um, I would say with I would say that the rule is there, but I don't think there's going to be an issue because of you know. Various people have people have worn masks at the table before the COVID breakout, so I don't think there's going to be an, I don't think there's going to be an issue that's going if you if you decide to wear a mask. It's basically for your protection and for others' protection. I don't think they're going to say you can't play because I'm sure there's going to be. I would say maybe like twenty percent of the field 
that may be a little high, to be honest, but I think there's going to be people that will be wearing a mask and preventing people from doing that would be a really bad move optically, in my opinion. So it sounds like it's your, and again, you're not, you can't speak authoritatively about this, but it sounds like if people are wearing like a surgical mask, for instance, uh, yeah. to prevent the transmission of COVID, that would be permitted. But if they're wearing like a gorilla mask to completely yeah. cover their face, that would not be permitted. So it'll probably yeah, be exactly. Like I, I think there would be, some, I would think they would do something if you're showing up at the table at the start, you mask, you drop, you remove your mask so they can, you know, to check your ID and then sure. you put your mask back on and then you should be fine. But, but like you said, I don't, I would assume there's, if there's pushback, that would, I would say, and I'm, of course, not, not trying to represent the WSP here, but I would say that would be a bad move if they said you, no one can wear a mask. Yeah. Okay. Chris, someone else? Yeah. I've got another question from Discord. Uh, this is from Mark and NC. Um, and he's wondering about event 27, the shootout. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's asked, he's wondering, how does an event shootout uh, go from 2,000 players to a winner in three rounds? Assuming 10 players to start, doesn't three rounds mean you start with 2,000, then you get 200, and then you're down to 20? Like, how do, how do you play? How does that work? Okay. Well, this is one of those things that I've never really understood because they've never really, they, they, they show a 2,000 player max and they never, they haven't been close to 2,000 in quite a while. What they would basically do is they would probably set up 100 tables. And so they would set, I think they would set for a hundred tables. And then if they sell those hundred, ta- it would be 10 handed tables. So if they sell a thousand players, then that's the maximum registration. I, you know, to be honest, I don't know why they keep putting that number out there. And they're not, <laughs> not going to, they're, they're not going to set. I mean, I could be wrong. It, you know, maybe there'll be a breakout year this year and they'll have 2000, but it, the basic, the basic gist of it would be they, if let's just say they have, they get 2000, they play it's 200 tables. So um, yeah, 200 tables. All the winners advance to day two. You have tw- you have 200 players. You can have 20 10-handed tables. Every winner, and so basically day three would be 20 players, and probably just play out like a tournament. You know, then you would combine a 10, and then play to a winner. But I would expect that the the field would get at most a thousand. Hmm. I mean, you know, they could they could do they could add you know maybe maybe they go to 1,200, and then you know they would do six. They would do um, Let's say to do twelve hundred, they have one hundred twenty tables. Then they do twenty six handed tables, and then yeah, you would do it. It's basically it would break it down that way. It's not going to be like there's not they're not going to have like one hundred fifty tables. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, that's wrong. There, hundred. I'd say one hundred five tables. They're not going to do that. It's going to be in multiples of ten, and then you know they'll 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 figure it out as a goal. But it's not going to be like they're not going to have like an eleven handed table. For example, they're not going to do something like that. So I would say that most years they've gone to like a thousand. I think that's what we would see. But um, you know, because there there will be years when they would do like the uh, 10k no limit heads up, and they said the, the field was capped at 512, and they never they barely get to 256. So they put numbers out there that I just don't think are realistic. It, it would just make more sense to say a thousand or twelve or something <laughs> like that. But that's just the way it is sometimes. <laughs> yeah. But no, I mean, basically, like, you know, as I said, you know, it's basically like the registration is, it's going to be free, it's going to be two hours, which is free levels, or when they sell out, all the, you know, if, if sure, someone yeah, puts out a table, they're not going to like reopen that seat for someone else. It's going to be, there's not going to be a, there's not going to be a 11th player coming to that table. If that, if that makes sense. I hope it does to, to Mark and Nancy. And there's another, I have one other question. Um, 
Do you, um, with this schedule, somebody uh, on Discord is also wondering about um, some of the side events. You know, they like to come, they like to come to the World Series, maybe take their one shot at a bracelet event, but mostly they like to kind of grind some of the deep stacks and some of those. Do, do we have a sense of, are those going to be happening in similar matter that they have in past years or? Uh, yes, the, there will be there are there will be uh, deep stacks again this year. There's actually going to be one fewer than previous years. You know, in the past they would have uh, they would have they would run four a day uh, at two fifty, two hundred, four hundred, and one fifty. Uh, th- this year it's going to be there's only going to be three. There's going to be at two o'clock. There's going to be a two hundred fifty dollar uh, daily deep stack. At five p.m. is going to be a four hundred dollar turbo, and then at nine p.m. is going to be a two hundred dollar turbo. And then there will also be um, on Mondays in the afternoon, there will be a $250 horse deep stack. And then Wednesday mornings at 9 a.m., there's going to be the 250 seniors deep stack for all of us 50 years old and older. So, all of us? Yes. Yeah, uh, about 50. Yes, I, am, I, uh, yes I, I, I actually I did play my first seniors event last year. Wow. All right. Congratulations, Pops. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't feel that old, but... Uh, yeah, I thought, old, to be honest. I, I'm in the f- 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 club, but I'm still in my f- 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 40. I'm not quite into the, into the seniors yet. But you're not you're not there yet. But you know, yeah, yeah. No. But it's like it's like looking in a mirror down the road. I know now. I know mm-hmm. more. But this is what I can expect. I'm feeling good about exactly. it. Exactly. But yeah, the um, those the uh, horse and uh, horse and seniors event they they did relatively well. So it's it was good to see them return this year. And uh, I'm kind of surprised that the uh, with the um, they reduced the, the uh, number of daily deep stacks, but I think it was kind of for the best because it seems like, you know, there would always be a time where they would have to cancel event. Or I think, you know, it's good, you know, if they're going to have more space, you know, I think it's better to have, you know, fewer events in some cases. So it's sort of like you get, get a little bit better experience. So I want people, if you're watching or listening, uh, stay tuned because we're going to have a special announcement um, coming up at the end of this. But, um, We've got another question from the uh, YouTube chat here. Mark Brashan says, what's the big bet game number 35? Okay, the big bet game is basically a bunch of uh, no limit and pot limit events. So I'll just fire up the structure sheet so we can. So it's it's basically it consists of Big O, which is five card uh, pot limit Omaha eight or better. Uh, no limit Hold'em, obviously. No limit Deuce of Seven draw. PLO eight or better. No limit five card draw, high, uh, PLO, and then pot limit deuce to seven triple draw. Which, so this you know people who like to uh, make big bets and um, it's gonna be it's a it's it, you know it should be interesting that in in the uh, with some of the PL the pot limit events like the PLOs uh, at around this twenty five hundred dollar buy and they're not it's gonna be two reentries this year. In the past, it was one. Mm. So that's that's a that's a bit of a change um, from previous years, but it's, I think they only there's only a few events that are going to have two reentries instead of one, so it's not going to be like you can just fire at will in these right. events. All right, so if you like big bets and you cannot lie, event number thirty five might be right up your alley. You never know. Exactly. Go check it out. Exactly, and I believe that's I believe they play that here six or seven handed. Hmm. So that would make sense. So if people like to play shorthand as well. That would be an event for you, right? All right. Well, let's uh, let's let um, producer Taylor 
um, take us back to the top of the order here. And then we'll just roll through some of these um, events that I kind of circled on my own because I'm playing a recreational player's budget and I'm uh, mostly a no limit hold'em player, like I say. So um, I like the idea of uh, the housewarming. This one's um, starting off on June 2nd. It's got four day ones. It's a $500 entry with uh, one re-entry per flight. So um, I like that they are, there's a good mix of re-entry and freeze outs this year, Kevin, I noticed as well. Um, how does that kind of compare to previous years, do you think? Um, it's, it, it looks like it's about the same. I mean, you know, you know, like I said, you know, the how, you know, every, the opening weekend, there's always one big low buy-in, uh, you know, and they put, they, it's the one event they put a guarantee on the prize pool itself. Right. Um, and, you know, it, it's kind of, you know, I, I was, was thinking about this, you know, with the housewarming, you know, um, you know, usually when you have a housewarming, you usually give something, mm-hmm. you know, to the person that you're, you know, you're, you know, when you, you go to someone's house, you usually have like uh, something for them. And I don't know, I was thinking, I haven't put this on Twitter, but it seems like there's a way to like some, put some sort of charitable element into this. Like if you're playing this event, you know, you give something, mm-hmm. I don't know what it is, but, you know, I haven't thought through Completely. I like that idea, but it seemed like you you could throw in a charitable element into this yeah. for you know for one of Caesar's charities or whatever, and um, I don't know how if that would go over well, but it's, yeah, so it's a you know, and it's also uh, starting you know starting on Thursday. Hopefully, you know, it, we usually get the bugs out uh, because you know a lot of people are going to register register for this event online or they're going to show up early and register, and um, you know, is is as a veteran of the WSP, you know, you see these long lines that snake that go over, <laughs> yeah, and yeah. you know, sort of creates you know a certain amount of frustration. But uh, you know, of course, you know, you know, with red strand line, you have to, you know, you have to show you know, like like in previous years, you have to prove your identity and or verify your card so that there's you know, you're not trying to use someone else's card to play a, a five hundred dollar event or whatever, right. So I still only, think the getting a full pint of blood seems excessive, but I understand why they have to do it. You know, mm-hmm. it's a modern world; it's too easy to fake fingerprints and uh, that kind of stuff. I get it. I get it. Yeah, it's and, and you know, it's like it's like the, it's and the and, you know, if it that's it's the big frustration. You know, I, I know a lot of people have about it. You know, having to do that that sort of thing. But usually after this, it's it's relatively smooth sailing. Even though you know, maybe like. Um, a millionaire maker in Manja Stack will be kind of similar, but it's not going to be, you know, we're not going to get like 13,000 entries in those events. We're going right. to, we'll just see, you know, hopefully, you know, maybe get 15, you know, 15, 16,000 entries and, uh, a, and a relatively smooth rank tournament. That would be, that's, that's the, uh, that's the objective here. Uh, John, did you have something to lean in here? Yeah. I just uh, noticed that right before that, event number five is the event number four, the dealer's choice. And, you know, the $1,500 dealer's choice, which is still a little expensive for me to play (laughs) in games that I don't know, but I'm really interested in that. Particularly, I was thinking, you know, a couple events before that, you could buy me into event two instead of buy me a beer. Mm. You know, that's the, the hundred K high roller. Then I could play the, uh, dealer's choice and then you know go right into the housewarming there you I go i think you're right i actually i like your skill edge in those games john that sounds like that would be a good investment yeah and and you know with the, the high roller bounty you know if you eliminate one player you get twenty five thousand dollars see there that. you go that would buy that would buy you in that that would you know if you if you bust someone then you bust yep. yourself 
soon after. That's right. You're taking care of, you're taking care of your dearest choice. You're taking care of all your bullets in the house for me. Yeah. You could Plus, that pays for a lot of those beers that I'm going to yeah. have to buy people too, right? Well, you know, exactly. I, I've just figured out that I would love to have you, Jim, as my backer. <laughs> I'm never going to have you as my financial advisor. <laughs> Wise, wise decision. At least the latter portion of that makes you a wise fan. So, um, yeah, and and John and everyone else, um, feel free to jump in about some of the other games that interest them that are less, uh, you know, some of the mixed games, some of the higher buy-ins, that kind of stuff, shorthanded, that kind of stuff. Um, So then the next one that jumped out at me was uh, event number 11, the No Limit Hold'em Deep Stacks. Uh, That's a $600 with uh, one re-entry. That's a two-day event. So I like that idea. And then there's a, a six-handed. What do you guys think here on the panel um, when it comes to these kind of events? Do you dip your toe into the six-handed stuff? Do you like to play full ring instead? I see a lot of slow slow shakes. Yeah, Tim, it's, what are you saying? So, so I'm mixed. So, so if you like break it down like this, so when you play online... Every tournament you're going to play except a satellite is going to be eight-handed, not ten-handed. Okay, so there's a little difference there. Mm. But then, like, the majority of your training tools are six-handed. Like DTO, for instance, it's a six-handed training tool. Um, So it just kind of, it kind of varies, like, I... But I always find myself playing six-handed, and I'm like, oh, man, like, do I really know what to do here? Because I know you have to beat <laughs> extra, but then I'm like, well, I always do DTO, so I know what to do. I just don't know the ranges. Yeah, just pretend much, early know. position doesn't matter. Just right. early position doesn't exist. You got it. But, I mean, it all plays the same yeah. for the most part. I mean, six-handed plays a little faster, in my opinion. But... Yeah, those blinds come by a little faster, too, right? Right. Part of it. Yeah. Right. So then there's a uh, $1,500, that's the 600 one, and then, or that's the six-handed one. Then on the ninth, there is a $1,000 freeze-out, and I always kind of like those, to be honest with you. I like that freeze-out. You know you're only in for $1,000, and you're not going to get tempted to, because yeah, you have to walk right past the cage. Kevin, what, what, how many rebuys do you think are impulse rebuys, and how, much, how many of them are, oh, no, I knew I was going to buy a second bullet here today? Because they make you walk right past it. It's really cruel. Yeah, I mean, I, I would think it's definitely, I would say it's very situated. I mean, I'm not one to really re-enter myself. But I mean, it's that there's, I think there's definitely, when people play an event that has re-entered, I think most of them have in their mind that they're going to fire at least one additional bullet. And, you know, some who may have a little bit more in the bankroll, they may have two or three in their, in the chamber. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're, they're going to get, they're going to get on that first one, they're going to be very aggressive. And then, you know, if they bust and then sort of like, you know, all right, what's all right. You know, I knew that was going to happen. So I'm just going to go, <laughs> I'll, ma- I'll make my way to the cage and re-enter. And then, you know, maybe at, at the third one, they're a little like, eh. I'm not, you know, if it's, you know, if it's like in the middle of registration, you know, they may, uh, they may give it some thought before walking back and, uh, seeing the cashier again. Yeah. And I think, you know, when, if it's near the beginning of the tournament, you've, you're probably getting a pretty similar situation that you just invested in anyway, to be honest with you. It was, if it was profitable, then just think of it as being another tournament that you're entering. Um, but yeah, th- that can kind of uh, get a little excessive. Um, we got a question from Keith here. Are you bringing back the kiosks and can you use them for re-entries? Yes. Yes. The, uh, the fast track kiosk will definitely be back. Uh, at it, and I'm sure I don't know how many they have, but I assume they would have to have set, they'll have several. 
And hopefully they will do it like they did last year where they had several where in the um in the Belize, in the Belize, which was like relatively far away from the pavilion, there was you know they had like six or seven staff in there uh, next to each other, and they had then they had some like next to season rewards. And I hope the they spread them out a little bit. Mm. Uh, personally, I I don't know I don't think that was really the best location for them. I mean you know having two or three is like two or three is fine, but having that many together didn't seem. But they will be back they, and they will be available for you know people. If people need to re-enter, uh, they will be available. So hopefully, you know, uh, that was definitely one of the frustrating things from the last year's WSP was, you know, they, there were various issues with printing, t- or printing out receipts. And, oh, yeah. And the machines were down more, especially the early, like the first couple of weeks, they were down quite a bit. And hopefully, hopefully they'll be maintained a bit better. And because that, you know, the more often they're available, the more people are going to use them and they're more often they're going to contribute to rake and the prize pool. Yep. Yep. Good point. But no, they, when they, I told, I I told people that, you know, when they're working, they're amazing because you don't have to, you don't have, you're not standing in line with a few hundred other people where you can just go on your phone, you know, spend your however much and plus the 3%. And you walk to a kiosk, stick your card in, print your seat, print your seat assignment, and you're off. And you're oh, saving yeah. you're saving a ton of time there. And uh, yeah. when they were when it was working, it was it was it was it was a it was a great it was very good it was very good. But not it was people are yelling <laughs> you know yelling at me on Twitter <laughs> like why is this fixed? And it's like uh, and it's like I would I would have to help people I would direct people to go to player services and you know I have to you know they have to wait in line there and. I get everything taken care of, and it was like, you know, it was like, it was, it was definitely one of the bad. You know, I had my share of bad moments. You know, with uh, that sort of thing happening. I just got this vision of you like under under one of these with a screwdriver trying to like get the damn thing working. Come on, Kevin, get it together, man. I yeah, I think people think I actually maintain the machines. Yeah, so I, I can. Yeah, it's like yeah. Uh, I wish I, you, you I wish. are kind of like uh, an angel for what you have to endure each each uh, world series. I think. <laughs> yes, for sure. Yes, for I, sure. I I have the patience of a saint at various times. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. And and by the way, if if you see Kevin out there, you just just buy him a beer for your own sake. I'm not buying you a beer back. That's too many beers. But you really <laughs> should buy Kevin a beer if you see him. Uh, Andrew, did you have something there? Um, so as far as like kind of on the same thing about setting up your WSOP account with getting money into it and also playing online. So if somebody hasn't set up a WSOP account, but they're going to be going to Vegas, and they're going to be playing some of the online tournaments and or putting money in their account. Is there anything special that needs to be done or? On that? Uh, no, you, you can register, you can, you know, you can register from anywhere. You know, if you want to set up a, if you want to set up a WSOP.com online account, you can, you can fund that from outside Nevada. Right, if, you know, from your home, you can, you know, use your credit card or PayPal or your, you know, uh, ACH. You could, you could set that up now, if you want. Well, you, you probably won't right away until just before you leave or whatever. But you could, you could get that. You could get your account funded right now or whenever you want, and you don't have to be inside Nevada to do that. Um, you know, the issue may come up later is like when you're trying to withdraw. But you know, you could. There's going to be a cage, uh, at I believe the cage is going to be at Bally's, but there's a couple other properties that you'll be able to withdraw funds for or deposit if need be. You know, I believe, uh, I believe it's Caesar's Palace, Paris, 
and uh, we used to be playing Hollywood, but uh, if you go to WSP.com and then you go to the online poker section, they can uh, tell you, you can find out where you can actually deposit uh, in Nevada. Or, you know, if you're in New Jersey or in Pennsylvania, you have that option as well of depositing your cash at the cage or, you know, getting your money out as as well. You do have to be in Nevada to withdraw though. Uh, no, you can you can initiate you know you can initiate the process outside of Nevada. Okay. Uh, you know you can have like if you if you deposit on PayPal, you can you can get the money back on PayPal. Okay, perfect. Yeah, you know, it does it. You know, it's not exactly instantaneous, which is um, which may be a sore spot for some people. But at, you know, it, you can't that option. Those options are available for you. All right. So then uh, next on Friday, June 10th, we have event number 21A, the Monster Stack, which is uh, it's got two day ones and it's got the uh, buy, the rebuy structure of bust day one or bust A, play B. Is that right? That is correct. Yeah. For the first time ever. Yeah. So I, I look forward. Yeah. I, uh, I look forward to answering that question. <laughs> I just I just get the answer I just get the answer differently this time. Every other time I said no, but now this time it's yes. So it's you know it's 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 that that's that never ends. It's you know people just love the they're keeping you on your toes, man. They keep they're definitely keeping me. They're yeah, Dusty is definitely keeping me on my toes this year with uh, with that particular question. Uh, Rob, did you have something there? I see Rob's unmuted, but uh, we'll just roll and jump in anytime. Um, Saturday, June twelfth. There's the oh yeah the flip and go yeah yeah the flip that's right that's, you're gonna you get you, all you, warm you, and you fuzzy got, just thinking about it you gotta play it again you gotta go two for two yep well Chris Jones knows the magic involved I finished fifty fifth come on that's it's like it's a wreck poker miracle five five that's like it can't you can't get any better than that um, so yeah that one's always fun um, and then also that day is the uh, deep stack. $800. And uh, that one is, is that one re-entry, I think? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we have, the, uh, we have all the uh, daily, uh, those deep stacks are one re-entry. There may be, there may be one that has, I, mean, I think maybe the PLO deep stack may have two re-entries, but, um, mm-hmm. but it's here one, it's here one or two. And then on uh, Monday, June 13th, there's the shootout uh, event number 27. That's a $1,500. And um, that's a cool. So for our listeners that don't know, a shootout, every table plays down to one player and then they advance uh, to the next one. Um, so, Kevin, they, do they, they do a shootout every year. Uh, what it, how's, is it usually well attended? Do they hit their um, do they hit their targets for that? It, what makes it different um, from other tournament formats? Uh, you know, it's basically like it's 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 relatively simple, you know, with. Uh, Let's just say, you know, they list, you know, as we discussed earlier, they have a 2,000 player cap, which they never reach, but let's just say they get a thousand. And, you know, it's basically all you have to do is you have to eliminate, you have to win free, free one table sit and goes. Right. And you can have a bracelet. It's pretty cool, isn't it? I mean, it it's, you get yeah, shorthanded you have... each time, you get the heads yeah. up each time, mm-hmm. and it's a winner. It's like each, each table is a winner take all. Yeah. You get, and you get to work on all parts of your game. You know, you start with full ring and then you get the shorthand and then you get the heads up and, you know, do that three times and mm-hmm. boom. 
pretty, pretty amazing. And ultimately you, you just have to beat those people as it were, you know, and that that's similar to other structures. Normally you're not actually playing against everybody else at all at the other tables, but it is kind of a cool way to approach that. Right. And there's like, you know, you're just going to, yeah, there's no one else that's going to join in the middle with a big, you know, with a big stack that could just take you out. It's mm-hmm. you're just, you're just trying to collect all the chips at that particular table. Yeah. And then uh, we got a question from uh, James Carwick over here on YouTube. Are there any withdrawal limits, like no more than 5K or 10K per hour or per day? Uh, withdrawal limits in person in Las Vegas using your WSOP funded accounts? If so, it may be better to just k- carry 20K around. I'll tell you, James, I know a lot of people that carry a stupid amount of cash around Las Vegas for WSOP. But Kevin, what yeah. do you think about those uh, withdrawal limits? Uh, well, with, with WSP, I mean, I don't know the exact limits, but I think it's um, if you go to WSP.com and go to online poker, I think they, they'll show you they can. But, you know, there's you know the, a couple of options that are also available. Um, you know, you could also get a safe deposit box. Yep. Um, which I don't know. Those details aren't out yet. But the, the other option, which is was definitely uh, a more popular option last year, was to have a WSP terminal account, which is basically... You can take your funds and you st- you know put them in a terminal account and then you know you could basically keep your money there and then you know for it, it and you use you would use the fast track system as well. It's basically like you go online, you know you have your terminal account, you know you have let's say five thousand dollars in there and you want to say I want to play I want to play day one I want to play flight A of the monster stack. So you go online, you know you they, they, they your funds are there. You just you know click the buttons. You go to a fast track kiosk and you're, you know, and you you get a C assignment. So it, that that's probably gonna be a better option than walking around with twenty thousand dollars in your pocket. <laughs> you never know. Although uh, it feels we, pretty cool. It feels very cool until you have no money <laughs> and someone hit you over the head. Or you know, oh, but no you, one would do that in Las Vegas. That's such. No. I mean, everyone there is so friendly and kind and looking out for each other. Yeah, it's like the city of brotherly love, I think. I mean, I'm from Canada. I I get some of those cities confused every once in a while. But exactly. Yeah, exactly. But I would say (laughs) it's, it would be a better option is to go, you know, a tournament account, uh, especially if you're playing live events, um, or a safe deposit box, you know, they're they're not, they're not, they're not cheap, but you know, you're not gonna lose your money. Yeah, that ain't cheap either. So then this is, and this is when I might be coming down this because I, my birthday is on June 20th and there's a $500 bracelet event on my birthday. So, uh, I'm, I'm looking at this kind of mid June. I might head on down there. So event number 34, that's a $1,500 freeze out on the 16th on the 17th and 18th. There are the millionaire maker, uh, two day ones. Uh, that's a 1500 with, uh, one, rebuy per entry right or one rebuy for per flight right one that that's 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 been the tradition for previous yeah, same years as, same and, as and the win and and with the winner is guaranteed a cool one million dollars that's pretty sweet mm-hmm. that's pretty hard to argue with and yeah you can uh <laughs> they'll make it you can just light 6k on fire over the course of two days there if you like they, they will allow that <laughs> they, they will accommodate you very easily. They will if you, accommodate if you, have, you. if you have six thousand dollars. They will definitely help you spend those six thousand. It's true. They're very, very helpful in that way. Yes. They um, are. I, I cannot speak for personal experience. Just in case people think that's a bit. No, I did not drop six k. I think I dropped three k though. I did re-enter into that last year. God protect me. 
Um, on June 19th, uh, event number 41, there's the Super Turbo Bounty No Limit Hold'em Freeze Out uh, for $1,000. This one seems like it could be a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, it's a, yeah, pretty, you know, if you, if you eliminate a player, you get 300 bucks, which is always nice to have. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, you know, it's a one day tournament. They play down to a winner. It's 20 minute levels. You know, it's, uh, you know, you gotta have a little bit of discipline, obviously being a freeze out, but, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's always, you know, the, the one day events are usually a lot, are, are a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there's a, I think there's a 10 K super bounty, um, and there was a fifteen hundred uh, super turbo bounty. Yeah, there's another yeah. one on the 29th. It's also that super turbo uh, yeah, one so, day event. Yeah, they're definitely. It seems like they could probably put a couple more in. I think they've added a couple this year, but it's it's definitely it, the the super turbos are definitely events that people want to have more of at the WCP. Well, and you put a, a super turbo and a bounty together. And that mm-hmm. makes for a lot of fast action. Like people yes. are going to be, chips are going to be colliding in the middle. They're getting in there so quickly. Yeah, uh, right. People might, they might forget masks. They might want goggles at those tables because a ricochet coming off one of those yes. collisions, yeah. know, it could cause, and then there's a liability lawsuit coming in. The WSOP yeah. doesn't want that. So. No, 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 no. All right. Well, dude, noted. Um, next up, we got uh, the Jim Reed birthday tournament, number 43. Uh, it's a $500 freeze out. So I have a chance to compete for a bracelet and I, there's no way that I can spend more than $500 on my birthday. So I think I'm going to be there for that. I just can't turn that kind of kismet down. That's, that's got, that's like the Jim Reed special. I, I think it's going to be perfect. So come, come buy me a beer that day. Uh, one per level, right? Kevin, is that the rule? Uh, yes, but that's you. My limit on turn the buying is two hundred fifty dollars when I do that. that <laughs> okay, so if it's five hundred, that's two beers per level. Yep, uh, that's the yeah, math. That's I think that math works in my mind. Yeah. All right, or so. or is it Long Island's per level? Oh no, <laughs> I have to, I, you're, you're right. I may have to. I may have to change the drink. Well, I don't think they, I don't think they serve Long Island. I, I don't think they serve those that Bowie's, but I haven't. I haven't. I haven't done beverages there, so. Huh? There may be a variety. At, we might have to find out. Variety there, we might so. have to find out. I think if people know that it's your birthday during the tournament, they're going to get you loaded. So there's a real like handicap involved in that. Uh, um, fortunately, fortunately, my birthday is in September, so I'll never know that. <laughs> never have that problem. <laughs> All right. So I'm looking forward to that. Get a bracelet on your birthday. Can't argue with that. And then on uh, the 23rd, there's event number 49. This is the uh, No Limit Hold'em uh $2000 event. So this is that kind of that that high roller version for us recreational players. This is the only one over $1500 that made my list. Uh, uh yeah, and this you know they used to there's in the past they would have a lot they would have $2000 Nolan events. This is a price a price point that they haven't had in a while. So and there were definitely people like in the that were in that mid stakes area that were hoping to get see a 2k and a 3k and mm-hmm. and their wish was granted this year because there are both there you there, go. Those price those price points are available this year. There you go. Yeah, it's the democracy at work. Um, so we've got a question from uh, Donald in the chat again. Uh, did you ever get a centralized website that shows areas running WSOP main event satellites uh, like nationwide? Uh, coordinated uh, report on that. Yeah, that's that's something I'm going to have. I don't know. If, I don't know if it's going to be me or someone else should work on that. I, it was kind of difficult last year because there was definitely places that want that were planning to do them and then they decided to cancel. 
Uh, hopefully this time around, you know, maybe we on Twitter or somehow I'll try to find a way to court to uh, get out, publicize the places that are having WSPME event satellites. There you go. That is, it's a, it would be a good thing to have, you know, maybe, maybe our, maybe website Mark could help me out with that. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I mean, you know, I know he's good. I know he's good with the structure sheets. He knows his stuff, man. He's got the yes, poker Mark. facts. No doubt about it. Yeah. Maybe, you know, maybe that's a, that, that would be a place where uh, we can get some of that stuff. Uh, you get that, uh, just, you know, get it out mm-hmm. there. You heard it here first folks. I, I'm telling you and website Mark is not just cause he's our like, he's a huge pillar of what we do here at rec poker and his company also sponsors the podcast, but we, we could not do what we do without Mark Prashan and website amp. Literally we could not do it. And um, he, I think he's really coming on to the poker scene. Um, I think he's got a lot of skills to lend. He's got this niche of kind of really helping poker players and poker coaches and poker companies build their web presence. And uh, you can find out more about him by going to website amp. And I encourage everyone to do it. He's really on top of his game. So uh, then there's the Colossus coming up Friday, June 24th. So that's a $400 entry. That's the cheapest event that I saw in here. Um, and it, it's a very popular event every year, obviously. Uh, it's not, you know, it's not, yeah, you're right. It is, you know, it's definitely, you know, with the lowest price point, uh, definitely very popular. Uh, you know, it's not the glory days when it was, you know, when the first couple of years when they would do six flights of this and <laughs> it would just be complete chaos out there. But uh you know, it's, you know, it's, 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 it's got, it's got, it's got its niche and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, it's a good, you know, it's a good weekend event, you know, like you said, 400 bucks, you know, fire a couple of bullets, you know, it'll, it'll be, it'll be plenty of fun. For oh sure. yeah, absolutely. Um, and then, and we're just getting to the part where we're going to announce a special contest here that I think people are really going to enjoy. Um, but first on Sunday, June 26th, we've got the salute to warriors that's a $500 bracelet event with one re-entry and the proceeds go to uh, the USO and other veterans organizations. So that's fantastic. And is yes. that when it says the proceeds, so that's just uh, what the, that's like the, the profits essentially. It's not like um, what will come, what, not what comes out of the prize pool, but what come out of the rake. Uh, yeah. It's yeah. I believe, I believe it's $40 of each buy-in goes to the USO and veterans organizations. If I recall correctly. Yes. It, it says instruction $40 of each entry. So you figure, I think it's, um, let's see, it's 10%. Yeah, I think they'll do is it'll be like, all together, I think 14% goes out, but there'll be 6.3 is entry fees, 3.7 for staff, and then another 40 for the uh, for the donation, which I think is for the, um, I believe that's the standard percentage that they take out in those $500 events. So it's not like it's additional money removed from the price pool. Sure, yep. Cool. So that's exciting. And it's great to support a great cause. And then this is the one on June 26th. This might be the last event that I play because my, my, we have this big Canada day party every year, not for the last couple of years, but we try to have this big Canada day party on every year. And uh, for folks that don't know, Canada day in Canada is on uh, July 1st, which is just in a very inconvenient time when it comes to the WSOP schedule, I have to say, but um so this is the $1,000 tag team event, which just sounds like so much damn fun, doesn't it? Like everyone seems to have a really good time. Has anyone on the panel, has anyone here played in this event? Uh, Kevin, can you tell us some fun stories about some people that played in it and uh, like like uh, 
parent and childs I know and like friends and friends and siblings and spouses and all that kind of stuff. It's a cool format. Uh, yeah, definitely. You know, it's definitely, you know, you definitely have, you know, father, son, mother, daughter, um, son, mother. Uh, I believe le- uh, last year, um, I think it was, uh, I'm trying to remember her name, but uh, it was, uh, I can't remember. Uh, Maybe it's someone that you've had on the show, Amanda Deerfield, if I remember the name correctly. She and her father played the tag team. Event oh, yeah. Right. Yes. I remember yeah. Um, yeah, they finished Paris. So that was, that was definitely a fun story. You know, you have your, you know, you have two friends, you know, um, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend, et cetera. But it's, you know, it's, uh, I think the, the two player format is a much better format than having three or four player teams. Yeah. Which just last year was the first year they did it when it was exclusively two player teams. And, uh, I think that just works better overall instead of, you know, you could play like the first love, you could play like the first orbit and not play again and win a bracelet. Right. Which I think and- is which I think was kind of lame. And so let's talk about that. So what is the structure for that when it comes to sharing time with your partner? So it's two person teams. And so it's essentially, yeah, and, it's a thousand dollar tournament. So each player would put up five, 500 bucks or something like that. And correct. And, you know, basically you have to register together and, you know, do you have each, each, each player on the team has to play at least one uh, round of blinds. So effectively you could just play small and big blind and then that's it. And then you're as long as you you both per, per orbit. Uh, sorry, per per blind level. You mean uh, Kevin? No, no, no. You could just someone could just play small and big blind, and they're done. Okay, but they have both both players on the team have to do that by the end of registration. Ah, but, I mean, you know, I think I mean I think most people I think in most teams it's going to be one. You know, they're going to play it. Re- it'll be relatively even, or you know, maybe like a sixty forty thing. You know, I don't think we're going to see you know just someone just play the you know, an orbit and then leave and then their teammate is going to play the rest away. I don't think. Right. The, the number of instances of that happening is very small in my opinion. But if like Ryan LaPlante and I were going to play in it together, I wouldn't have to like play half the hands necessarily. No. I could play, you know, you know, I could play the button and he could play all the hard positions or something like that. Or no, actually that's right. a good question. Is there a rule about how many hands in a row or like swapping in no. and out too often or anything like that? So you could really, uh, it's up to you as long as you're uh, right. You could, you could, I mean, you could theoretically switch every hand, right? You could do that. I don't think, I mean, I don't know how many, I don't think that's really going to be um, <laughs> a, a really good strategy. In my, I don't think that's going to be the best strategy to use, but it's a, it's a strategy that's available. What, what do you think, Kim? Is that a good way to I introduce think, some tilt I think Jim, into the table? Jim, I think you just play the small blind and big blind in the first level once <laughs> when the tournament starts and then Ryan can play the rest of it and you're That's, good to go. Just fold, fold, even if you've got aces, just fold. Yeah, just open, yeah, aces in the mug. That's what you gotta do. <laughs> that sounds like a pretty good strategy. That sounds like a pretty good strategy. Um, all right, well, actually, so one of the fun things that um, we, we talked about having sort of the special announcement or maybe this uh, special contest we're gonna do it just it just occurred to us today while we were looking at the schedule and mentioned it with the gang here. So the, the tag team event is probably the last one that I'm going to be able to stick around for. And I really want to play in it. But I have a hard time choosing between like good people. Uh, there's so many good people on the Wrecking Crew. And I don't want to like reveal who I think is the best poker player because that would be kind of rude. So um, I'm not going to ask one person to play with me. It's a $1,000 event. I think what we're going to do is if you are a Rec Poker Premium member 
on June 1st. And so you might want to register a little earlier just because you don't know what time I'm going to do the draw. But if you are a Rec Poker member on June 1st, we're going to do a draw. And whoever we draw out of the hat uh, is going to get a $500 entry into this tag team event and we're going to play together. So that's how we're going to pick my partner. Um, all you need to do is get yourself down to Las Vegas and put yourself up and get yourself uh, to the tournament. Um, I'm going to cover my own entry um, and we'll provide uh, your $500 entry and we will come and play the tournament together and hopefully we'll win a bracelet for Rec Poker, me and one premium member on June 1st. So I hope you get a chance to sign up for $5 using code Rec Poker. Feel free to do it uh, on May 28th. Uh, but also feel free to jump in anytime between now and then. I think you'll really enjoy what we have going on here. I go to rec.poker and use rec po- use code rec poker to sign up for only $5. And there's a chance that we can play uh, in this in this tag team event and win a bracelet together. And how cool would that be? So I hope people do. What do you think, Kevin? Are you going to... Uh, Oh, I see Taylor. I don't know yeah, if you're... I was going to say that that's awesome, Jim. I mean, that's great news. Um if I were to offer some advice, I'd maybe say, you know, just play the small blind, big blind, uh, fold <laughs> everything, including aces, and then let your partner take over from there. Um, so, yeah, That's awesome opportunity for everyone else and you. Uh, true. Yeah. Well said. What sir. better chance can people have at getting a bracelet? <laughs> yeah. Now, I, could, I should also say some of these other Wrecking Crew members might be willing to uh, play in this tournament. So if you'd like to actually play with someone who's good at poker. Um, I recommend uh, one of these other folks here on the Wrecking Crew. You can go to rec.poker slash crew and uh, check them out. But if you're interested in having a good time and uh, probably not winning a bracelet, uh, you need to become a premium member at Rec Poker uh, for June 1st. We'll do that draw. I'm really looking forward to that. Um, Okay. So, yeah. So, Kevin, that is the tag team. And that one is a three-day event. So, like there better be some chemistry with your partner there because right. you're going to yeah, be that, cheek to jowl for a while. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You're going to have to, uh, yeah, you, like you said, good chemistry, you know, someone that you kind of know, under, know their ability, you know, you don't want them to don't, you know, you don't want them to donk it off and go you know, and you like, <laughs> wait, so if, you, if, you, if you, you don't get a chance to play and they just donk it off, it's like, you can't, you can't join our team. You can't, you can't you can't go to the cage and find someone else in line and say, Can I play a booster or man? <laughs> oh yeah, crazy. good point. It's not like they don't, they don't allow you to do that. <laughs> well, and, and you do realize, Jim, that you don't actually like sit on your partner's lap and play. You don't share the seat what? at the same time. <laughs> well, hold on a second. Wait a second. Yeah, that's, that's your point, John. Yeah, you, they, they do they do rope off the area, so it's sort oh, of like I thought you, you just alternated who was sitting in whose lap every orbit or something. No, 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 no. not enough room on the table for that. This game sounds fun. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, uh, is plummeting. Who are like <laughs> going on to this? Like, <laughs> yeah, it's still a good deal. Everybody was thinking about it before. Is like, oh man, yeah, I'm not sure. On my lap. That's right. I don't know if you know, but rec poker teams, at least as far as I'm aware, are uh, one for one in cashing and tag team events. Chris and I uh, cash and made a final table right. MSPT one, and uh, neither of us got uncomfortable sitting on each other's laps through the entire <laughs> tournament. So, I mean, it, it was great. Yeah, the final table and everything. 
Yeah, it's a, it's a, there's, there's, there's a real camaraderie around here. It's true. Yeah. We, we're all very comfortable together. Yeah. You're, you're all, you're, we're all friends here, right? We're all, that's we're all matters. friends here. <laughs> oh. All right, so that's the tag team. Um, then on June 27th, there's the uh, Deep Stack Championship. That's a $600 tournament. Another one of these great, um, very accessible uh, tournaments like that, which is a also a one re-entry. Right. And this one, this is the 40 event because they most of the deep stacks are 30 minute levels throughout. While this one, oh, day, right. one day one is 40 minute levels, and then the rest of the way it's 60 minute levels. So there's that you're gonna get plenty of play if you uh if you can uh, outlast outlast the competition. Yep, good point. And the structures, I mean, it, 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 that is a great if you're kind of trying to figure out which tournaments to play, uh definitely look at the buy-ins, but look at the levels too, look at the structures because that makes a big uh that makes a big that makes a big difference to your experience as a player for sure. <clears throat> so then we've got the another super turbo bounty. This is the fifteen hundred uh, event number sixty two on June 29th. Yeah, um, on the sack, I just want to you glad glazed over the short deck. It's a ten yes. k championship, but is there a one k short deck? No, unfortunately, you know, and this is it's, this is. Definitely, there's definitely been people that, that kind of like wish there would be like a one k short deck because uh, it's the, it's really the only way you can you you can expect to grow this particular game. It's like you know having it just available at the ten k and up price point uh, price point is it's not going to get the recreational player even to care about playing short deck. It's 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 such a unique game that you know it's not there's there's I don't think I've ever seen a tournament may have seen like maybe one or two that have had like a, a reasonable price point for most players, but every other, everything else has always been 10 K and up, but it's just sort of like, you know, you should be able to throw get these guys, put a one K out there for people that, you know, it's, um, it's, you know, give people that, you know, the one opportunity, you know, it, you know, it, I, I think people it be kind of a fun game to play, you know, for a recreational player, you know, it's like, you know, it's, you know, less cards and there's, you know, weird rules and it's, i i don't know why they've never considered doing that just having it like a week before the 10k short deck and maybe because most of the other events that are out there you know they have like a 1500 and a 10k and it would seem like this would be one you could do it here as well but they've 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 never uh pulled the trigger on that right maybe maybe next year maybe but it's you know it's yeah, it would be it would be nice, you know. But there's I don't think I don't think there's anyone any other rooms. I don't think I've seen a tournament in Vegas that's had a four figure short deck or below. Right. I could be wrong, but um, you know, it, it would be kind of a fun event to see some other see. Uh, maybe I think we people... had one at um, an event at Playground Poker um, that was like oh, a yeah. six hundred dollar buy in. So, yeah. and it was it was very well attended. People really liked it, so yeah, I I I, uh, I agree, Kim. It's like you know they should some place you know for is you know just do one event at, you know for a small buy and see how it works, and then yeah. But it's not like it's not like a you know it's just because it's just not played often they don't want to give the space to it for whatever reason. But. Yeah. All right, Jim, carry on. Sorry. 
No, no, I like it. No, that's what we're here for. We're all here to. I had ask. to John told me I had to interrupt at least. That's once. right. <laughs> you know it, Kevin. Well, you don't get this kind of access to uh, Kevin Mathers all the time. And Kevin, you've been really generous with your time. So we will wrap it up here uh, pretty soon because this is longer than you uh, deserve on the end of a very long day, I'm sure. Hey, no worries. I, I I have plenty of time for you guys. Oh, you are so kind, man. Okay. Buy this man a beer, everybody. All right. I know it's popular tonight, but do it. Kevin, Kevin and I got a chance to pal around a bit uh, in the Rio when I was down there last year. It's just, just, you're such a, you're just a good guy. You're just a fun person to hang around with. Your heart's in the right place. You're doing such a great work here for the poker community. It's just great to be, uh, to, to have you here on the crew, my man. I'm so glad. And people, if you want to know, Kevin's a proud member of the wrecking crew here. If you go to rec.poker slash Kevmath, uh, you can learn all about him and his sub stack and uh, ways that you can help him uh, continue his, his life in poker because we're all just here because we love poker. We love sharing our love with poker. So um, I just so appreciate it, Kevin. It's really phenomenal. Thank you. Thank you very much, Jim. I appreciate that. So then uh, this one's kind of cool. Friday, July 1st, Canada Day. Um, Hang on, Jim. Yeah, Kim. Yeah. Yeah, Canada. Oh yeah, sorry. Yeah. That's right. See, this is a very gym centric approach. I told you. I printed this off for myself. Uh, yeah. So Kim, event tell number sixty one, the ladies' event, is on June 29th this year, and it's really great that it's been moved closer to some of the more exciting events like the million, the million dollar bounty, and the main event. So I think that's really good that it's been moved back, sort of closer to the to that time period so i hope to see a lot of women there this year yeah uh, yeah it is it's you know it's definitely you know, um and of course you know the ladies get that 90 percent discount because you know the buy-in is listed at uh, yes uh, you know and you know there was i think there was one guy was there one or two last year but there was someone who actually paid the 10 no it was well, it was one person that paid 10k and uh their reasoning may have been a little questionable but uh Mm-hmm. They, I'm sure the ladies appreciate the uh, the extra money that went into the prize pool for his entry. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So, and we had uh, Lara Eisenberg on the pod, the, the winner from last year. And yeah. um, she was also on Kim's monthly poker empowerment group uh, that meets here uh, every month and talks about issues facing uh, women in poker and how to get uh, more people involved in the game that don't necessarily feel um, as comfortable at the table as some of the rest of us. So Kim, way to go that uh, I know you've been working, you've been running that for quite a while now. And I think it's really getting some momentum. You're getting some great guests on that. So way to go. Um, so yeah, then here we were talking about on the 29th, we have the, uh, oh yeah, the mini main. So this is kind of cool. So this is a $1,000 tournament instead of uh, $10,000 for the main event. And is the structure similar? What makes it the mini main, uh, Kevin? It's, it, is, it is the same structure as the, excuse me, as the main event. It's uh, thirty minute levels, you know, yep. to freeze out. But yeah, you're playing. You're playing every level of the um, of the WSP, of the ten k main event. Just uh, a little bit. Just uh, takes a little bit sooner to get done. It's not going to take twelve days, fortunately. <laughs> and it's sixty thousand chips and yeah, sixty thousand yeah. chips, which is right, which is yeah, the same amount as chips that yeah. you would get in the main event, correct? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, everything's cool. the same, just shorter levels. And um, and then there's a really fun one here. This is the million dollar uh, mystery bounty that we were talking yep. about earlier. So we kind of mm-hmm. covered that, but it is pretty cool. Um, and I'll be kind of curious to see how the pound, how the bounty pool gets distributed outside of that. There were some good points on Twitter 
that it might be even more enticing if it was like a $500,000 bounty. And then there were a few other really big ones as well, rather than having it all at the top in that one. Does anyone have any opinions about that? Uh, Not about the bounty, but I think this is because it runs into the main event. I think that this might be the only year we see day one A and day one B of the main event having higher numbers so they can also play the mystery bounty. Uh, the other way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and what kind of strategies do you typically take into multiple day events, Kim, when you're looking on when to enter? Is it always depending on the other tournaments? I, I usually time, enter. Or? I usually enter. The times I played the main, I've always tried to enter the last day. Um, and I prefer that. I think that they, that all, they've had all of the satellite winners are all coming in. And there's way more people on those days. But if I get to play the main event this year, I will be playing day 1A or day 1B. So I can play the uh, this awesome million dollar bounty. Mm-hmm. It does look pretty cool. So yeah, Ke- uh, Kevin, what do you hear on that front? Why? What? What? What are people's uh, smart bets for what? What days to enter on multi-day tournaments and that kind of thing? Yeah, it's. I mean, it's definitely. You know, it's always, especially with the main event. You know, people are sort of like, which days should they play? Do they want to play A? And you know, hopefully, you know, it'll be a smaller field. But then maybe it's not. You know, the pros aren't going to play that day. And uh, you know, with last year when they add E and F, it sort of added a, even more of a dynamic. It's right. Like, are you, do you want to play with the European players? The European players, the players who flew in. Um, you know, it's 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 yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what when people show decide to play the the million uh, the the million dollar value. Uh, the final flight, sixty eight D on July fourth. That's going to be that's going to be the turbo flight, which is 50, which is going to be fifteen minute levels. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you know, that, that may be somewhere you just want to take. Uh, you know, you want to take a chance and, you know, be part of that day two uh, bounty prize pool. Right. Um, but yeah, because they, they put that place to a winner on the six, which is day one D of the main event. And um, and with the main event this year, you can, uh, like last year, you could register up until end of level seven on day two B. I'm sorry, day two D. Because yeah. it's two A, B, and then they'll do two C, D. So you could, you could realistically play both you know, and have a little bit of time off, but uh, it's, you know, of course, if your day, the final day of the bounty is going to be, there'll be only five players left. So, you know, most, right. most, most people are not going to have that, are going to have plenty of time to, to um, play both events if they wish. That's a good point. And Kevin, can you just talk a little bit about this buying into day two? I know that's kind of a new, um, not this year. I know they did it last year as well, but um, what? how is that different from other circumstances and, and why might people do it or, or why might people not uh, want to do it? Uh, I think, well, so, yeah, so you can buy in uh, the very latest that you can buy in, which is, uh, it would be about 3.40, uh, yeah, 3.40 p.m., on July 8th, that's 2CD, or you can do it on 3.40 p.m. on July 7th, which is day 2A and B. So, I mean, it's one of those things where you don't, re- you know, you want to make day two of a tournament or, you know, you, you can't, you can't show up, you can't show up and play day 1A. You can't play one of day one flights, you know, you're busy with, you know, you don't want to play on the you know, on July 4th, you want to watch fireworks or something. Uh, <laughs> or, you know, people just, you know, they want to, they want to procrastinate 
and just getting at the very last minute. There's definitely people, you know, you'll have, it's going to be, you're going to have 60, you'll have 70, let's see, you'll have 50, if you max late reg, you'll have 60,000 chips at 600, 1200, 1200, which is 50 big lines. And, you know, there's definitely plenty of player tool. Don't mind That's playing. A lot. Starting, exactly. They'll, they'll play with 50 big lines. They, they feel they're, they're more careful of that than starting with 300. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think people, you know, there's definitely people who don't really like to have, don't like registration being that late. But I mean, I'm, I, I would think it'd be a little better if you just could just start register up until the start of day two, like with most, with all the other right. ones. Right. Um, but you know, it's everyone, you know, you have, you have plenty of options. You've got plenty of opportunities to get into this tournament and, and enter whenever you like. And Kevin, how, like how, you, you, you've seen so many of these, like how, how predictably, can we time the bubble bursting and uh, getting into the money? So like if you're buying into day two at that point, how much closer are you to making that min cash or, or getting to the bubble? Uh, so I think, let's see, last year, I think we got to the money at the end. We, it was the very end of day three. Right. They, they play a little bit into, they would have played a little into day four if they just played the standard five levels. But I think it was an hour. Uh, I think it was in level Sixteen that they got to the bubble. Which uh, this year, on the stretch sheet this year, they're expecting it to be um, early on day four around level seventeen. Um, I think you know it's you know the way you know we've all you know if you've been around to see how the bubble is the main event you know everything it just slows to a crawl. <laughs> it sure does, and it's sort of like <laughs> and it's one of those things where you kind of you know you kind of hope you're like fifty from the money at the end of the scheduled day, so then you can just show up at 11 the next day and just pray regularly and not have to do with, you know, being two, eight, you know, 1am and you're still there fighting for someone to go broke. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's it, you know, it, it's, um, you know, it's that, that, that the, uh, the bubble play is just it's so excruciating. Yes. Yep. Cause everyone just, they, let's see. I got, mm, mm-hmm. say I got four, I got five high. What am I going to do here? <laughs> And it's like, uh, okay, all right. <laughs> gonna, gonna, I'm not going to rush myself. I'm just going to hold myself. I take my time. I'm going to take my time. And then I hear, <laughs> I hear we're two from the mic. Oh, cold. Okay. <laughs> it's like that, you know, it's like a couple hours. It seems like it's a couple hours before we get to the, even yeah. when we start hand for hand. It's like, that's when the stalling starts. It's true. It's true. <laughs> All right, well, then uh, we get all the way to Thursday, July 7th, and it's time for the one more for one drop. That's the uh, $1,111 tournament that uh, goes to benefit uh, a wonderful cause in poker. That's Mm -hmm. got um, three-day ones. And uh, And you can buy it rebuys, right? Yeah. Yeah, unlimited re-entry, and you can re-enter on day up until I think it's two levels into day two, like uh, it was last year. There you go. So that's exciting. And then on uh, Sunday the 10th, event number 76, this one's so cool. Uh, the Poker Hall of Fame Bounty, No Limit Hold'em, freeze out. Mm-hmm. So uh, 1979, a very important year, if you know about the Poker uh, Hall of Fame. And um, uh, $1,979 is the price of entry here. And every Hall of Famer uh, has a bounty on it. Uh, what what's the amount of the bounty? I don't actually. I couldn't pick that up out of this. Uh, uh, the amount of the bounty is the year date they were inducted. Mm. That's how. Oh they right, that. of course. Right, so and they fun. will announce the uh, 
it seems like there's going to be one person inducted into the Poker Hall of Fame this year, and they will have a 2022 bounty on their head. That is cool. So they'll, they'll when they when they announce that. Um, and uh, one thing, you know, the we we should uh, discuss uh, the event before that, uh, event 75, which is the Lucky Sevens. Oh yeah, now they really should have made this event number 77, Kevin, and I you're, kinda, you're, I hold you personally responsible for this. Yes, I, I I do. Yes, I I agree. It's like, I I don't understand why they. You know when they had the crazy, you know when they had the crazy eights, they would do the same thing. It wouldn't be like it wouldn't it wouldn't have an eight in the name in the in the number, which is I don't know. But uh, yeah, this one is cool. Tell so tell us about this one. All right, so basically, uh, it's a lucky seven. So the buy-in is seven hundred seventy-seven dollars, and you're playing seven-handed, and the top prize is seven hundred seventy-seven thousand seven hundred seventy-seven dollars. That's it. So. Uh, in the past, this used to be it used to be the crazy eights, which would have eight, which would have all the eights. So uh, this um, this year, no no eight eight events. So it's just a seven seventy seven. So it's it'll be a little easier to get to that seven hundred seventy seven thousand seven hundred seventy seven dollar <laughs> prize pool. That's um, right. And they've got three three day ones for that as well, and yep. um, unlimited reentries for that one as well. So you can really yes. really go broke with uh, three day ones and unlimited reentry. Oh man. That's correct. And, uh, yeah. And, um, yeah, it's a fun, you know, fun, you know, and you know, a lot of people don't like playing 10 handed, right? You don't like playing 10 handed is, is even though we have a ton of, ta- there's going to be a ton of tables. I'm, I'm sure like the $500 events, especially like the, the housewarming, that's probably gonna be 10 handed, but hopefully not. I mean, maybe, maybe we can look out this, this year. <laughs> if we have so many tables and we have enough dealers, <laughs> it'd be great to put you on know, nine-handed for once but, uh, there you go that would be great that would be great but you know there's there there are a lot of six and eight-handed events out there as well so people who like to play at, at um with those you know not a very full table they'll, they'll have their wish there there you go and like 777 dollars us that's like a grand canadian or so so we really we're even we're we're, we're we're in the same territory there i like the way you chose that yeah. So then on uh, Thursday, the 14th, there is the uh, two-day eight-handed, no-limit hold'em deep stack. That's an $800 buy-in with one re-entry. Uh, I like that as well. That's a, that's a fun structure for recreational players like us. Then on Friday, 15th, uh, event number 85 has uh, two-day ones. This is the closer, no-limit hold'em, uh, $1,500. And one re-entry per flight, and that's just a norm. That's a standard. Um, yeah, uh, regular old, right? Yeah, it's. Um, oh, I just had it open here. Uh, yeah, this is thirty-minute levels throughout. Yep. And, and of course, and then, now, 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 the point you, you you should bring up here, Jim, is because this is not the final event of the series. Why should we call the closer? Now, why why is that? I was so I was perplexed. Yeah, because that'd be a good that 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 probably should be an event. Well, because there's multiple flights, it's probably why it's not the very very last event. So you know you have to have one event before the tournament. You know, have like the final event before the tournament champions. But, good point. So it would probably take. You know, it's it's uh, you know it, it's a three day event. So I guess that's why they didn't do it that way. But um, <laughs> they're cheating but, though. Come on, they are cheating. Yeah, they're cheating. So. <laughs> but you know that's that's why they have that super turbo right at the very end, so that that's your that's your last chance tournament of champions qualifier. That's right. That's the one that I've got circled here at the end here. That's on Sunday, July seventeenth. It's a one day event, number eighty eight, one thousand dollar buy in for the super turbo no limit hold'em. 
Um, one uh, re-entry available for that one as well. And yeah, that's how you can punch your ticket to that tournament of champions at the end of the series and your your shot at a million dollar prize pool. That's pretty cool. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah, and, and you know, get you know free a free your last free shot at winning. And there's there's a brace at the end in the tournament of champions as well. So there's always you have that kind of free as well. Is uh mm-hmm. as probably about a couple hundred thousand dollars if you win. How about that? So if I win on my birthday, mm-hmm. you're saying I get a chance to get entered into the tournament of champions. And then I could win a second bracelet in the tournament right. of champions without even having to like pay to enter another tournament. Exactly. That's that's a dream right there. Oh my god. No kidding. We'll just see. And then one for the tag team. I mean, I guess my my partner and I were gonna have to like I get it for Christmas, they get it for Thanksgiving. Well, well, for you, Easter. You, well, you each get their bracelet in the tag oh, team. Oh, oh, you each get a bracelet in the tag Yes, team. each each person gets each player gets a bracelet. So it, you, you don't have to you don't have to have a big lawsuit to the, to the, <laughs> the visiting rights on the bracelet. I just figured visiting rights. So you have like a custody arrangement. And yeah, uh, maybe, yeah. every other weekend you get the bracelet and, uh, yeah. right. No. Okay. I do like that better. I do. Yeah. Or, or, or I guess there's one bracelet that's twice as long would be the other way to think about it. Yeah. You know, you could put like have it around your calf or something. That'd yeah. be like quite the fashion statement. Yeah. I'm not winning you over on the calf. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. No wrists are better for bracelets. You're right. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, you can tell we're getting a little loopy here. That's pretty much the end of all that the, beer. All that beer we've been drinking. The, <laughs> that's true. It's gone down awfully smooth today, hasn't it, Kevin? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, it's your last chance, uh, YouTube uh, fellows if, and ladies. Are we, oh, yeah. We're drawn to a close here. If anyone has any final questions for Kevin, type them in quick. Otherwise, um, I want to just thank everybody for being involved in this super fun show. Just spur of the moment kind of threw this together i really got to thank taylor moss uh for doing some really spectacular production work uh i don't think he knew that we were going to be doing this for as long as we did uh, i sure didn't but you can't turn down the chance to talk to kevin mathers about the wsop on schedule drop day so thank you so much uh, taylor you kicked some serious butt tonight and thank you for everyone who's watching on youtube and participating in the chat and uh, hanging along with us and remember go to rec.poker and uh, sign up for premium membership using the code RECPOKER for only $5. And you'll get entered into a draw to play in the tag team event with me. We'll cover your entry. Uh, we can go down at the end of June, um, have some fun together. And I'm really looking forward to that. So I hope I hope a bunch of people take me up on that. Uh, any last questions for Kevin? Are we going to let this man enjoy the rest of his night? Poor guy's been working overtime. Kim? No, John? thanks, Kevin. It was great. Yeah. Well, my only question was I I did the math and if you wanted to stake me in all of the high rollers, it's less than 700,000. So <laughs> and you and you're, yeah. you're not charging any markup, right? No markup. Oh yeah, that'd be no markup. So <laughs> you know, and you said it was a, a great investment, Jim. I so did. So how can you pass it up? I you're right. You're absolutely correct. I think you you you've I'm pincered. You got me. All right. Well, put me on, put, put uh, 700,000 and a bunch of beers on my tab. And yeah, folks, don't forget, uh, email me a photo of you buying John Somsky beer, and then I will buy you a beer in Las Vegas. I can't wait. We're going to have some good times. Um, okay. Well then I want to thank uh, website amp and running aces hotel racetrack and casino. Want to thank uh, the one and only Kevin Mathers, um, a king of mine. Thank you so much for being here tonight. Tim, John, Kim, Keith, Rob, Taylor, and everyone who is here as well. Thank you so much and have a wonderful night.